Good day. I'm Martin Webb, and welcome to the twice-monthly Climate Report, now broadcasting on the first and third Tuesday of every month at 6.30 p.m., only here on KVMR. Today, we stay focused on local news that helps you and us as a community. For those interested in more of the major news of the day and ways to stay informed and inspired, there is the Climate Report Facebook page, which has daily posts on positive news and important links that could be shared. And as a side note, shout out goes out to uh, my dear 77-year-old mother who just moved to Southern California from Denver. She is the person who manages that page. A couple of years ago, uh, she asked how she could help with uh, my activism, doing podcasts, radio shows, TV, all writing a book, all these different things. And I said, you know, you could help with the Climate Report Facebook page. And if you wanted to, you could be in charge of, of finding interesting stuff and focusing on the positive and actions people can take and posting to the Facebook page every day. And so she was down with that. I showed her how to do it. She's the admin on the page. I never post anything. And um, so uh, my retired mother down in Southern California, it's something she does every day. Uh, she checks the Guardian website. They've got really uh, great climate reporting. And she just Googles climate change and sees what comes up. So um, for those of you looking for that wider information, um, sometimes I'll bring here to the airwaves technological news or political news, that type of thing. But as I was talking uh, with David Whitehead right before I uh, came on the air, he's someone that um, works with uh, local climate action and political lobby groups. and. We were talking about the, uh, the importance of making sure that there is a channel for just straight local news for you, because there are a lot of uh, places that are reporting on the big news of the day. And so that's where the Climate Report Facebook page comes in. Every single day, um, it's a trusted source that um, is intended to offer those links and news in between these twice monthly broadcasts. So, uh, Shout out to uh, the boomer generation out there still putting in the work, doing what they can to stay active. Uh, shout out to my mom. So in order to focus on, on what's really important to the community, I decided that um, for, for what we're going to do is first revisit the upcoming switch to pioneer community energy for homes and businesses that are inside the city limits of Grass Valley, Nevada City. Then after talking about uh, Pioneer Community Energy, we also are going to revisit the Nevada County Energy Action Plan. There's a, a meeting happening right now about that. And the Nevada County Energy Action Plan is a little talked about, little, little known document from 2019 that a small group of citizens is trying to push into real action. So uh, Pioneer Community Energy, Nevada County Energy Action Plan news that is really just relevant here to the KVMR listener. You're not going to find this anywhere else. And um, I'm being bombarded with um, questions from friends, strangers, um, people on Facebook about Pioneer Community Energy because even though it's been reported a lot, and I even did some research, KNCO's reported on it, Ubinet's reported on it, uh, we here at KVMR have reported on it, the Union newspapers reported on it, there have been a lot of webinars, and it's been reported on uh, dozens of times over the last year or so, but it still, of course, has escaped most people's attention until now because by law when uh, a community choice aggregator as they're called a cca like pioneer community energy comes in by law they have to send mailers out because people tend to 
not see, not hear, not read, ignore, or just not discuss uh, what's happening until it's right, right in front of their face. And it's at that time where people are about to be switched. So um, my hope is that by providing some information today, I can empower more people in the community to understand what it is and, uh, and help educate folks and know what's happening. Um, and I, I want to remind listeners that we had an interview with the Pioneer Rep, the Director of Public Affairs, on our November 7th show last month. And that is archived on our podcast page at kvmr.org. So you can go to kvmr.org. Find, uh, go up to, you know, one of the, the, the links and tabs at the top and there'll be drop downs and things like that. You should be able to find a podcast page and the climate report, um, shows are, are archived there. So for anyone interested in learning more than what I'm going to share today about Pioneer, I recommend that that November 7th show be re-listened to. And again, that's at kvmr.org. So, um, I'm going to tell you what I know about it and my understanding. And the views and opinions expressed are those of the speaker, not necessarily those of KVMR, staff, management, board, or contributors. These are my opinions. And um, uh, who am I? I've been working in the renewable energy and energy industry and solar um, on-grid, off-grid for the last 25 years just here in Nevada County. So my career has been dealing with PG&E and reading PG&E bills and understanding PG&E bills in addition to reporting on it here on KVMR. And um, Pioneer Community Energy first showed up five years ago in Placer County, and we did a lot of reporting then because there was a lot of confusion about it then. Um, And I've dug deep, and recently I even adjusted my understanding and opinion regarding um, how solar homes will interact with Pioneer. I had some concerns that there might be... um, some segment or subset of solar homes that it might be better to opt out of uh, of Pioneer. But after digging deeper, watching webinars, talking to two different reps, looking at bills, analyzing it, um, I'm of the opinion that there isn't any reason why any solar customer should opt out. Um, there is an awful lot of confusion uh, about Pioneer. So let's let's try and keep it simple. And again, I'm going to let you know what my opinion is as someone that has looked at this um, as a professional and also a longtime radio journalist here on KVMR. It used to be called the Energy Report, started in 2005. Now it's the Climate Report, but uh, we still certainly talk a lot about energy because that is at the, uh, the nexus of a lot of our climate issues. So here are some details first about the switch to Pioneer um, and when it's happening and who is able to make the switch. We're going to just start with some basics because... What I discovered is while it's generally talked about as a switch happening on January 1st, which is in a couple of weeks uh, from the show airing, uh, as I said, after a deep dive with Pioneer reps, I discovered it will actually be a little different for everyone. Um, people aren't going to be switched all automatically on January 1st. It turns out if you are a non-solar home, and again, let me just clarify, because there's been some confusion about this, Pioneer is only being made available to people within the city limits of Grass Valley, Nevada City homes and businesses inside the city limits. Um, A CCA, a community choice aggregator, is a uh, sort of a public, quasi-public nonprofit agency that aggregates a community's buying power and um, gets it at a lower price. And so um, right now, only the cities of Grass Valley and Nevada City 
have voted to be a part of Pioneer Community Energy. The county was about to, but because of the current market rates of power, they decided to put it off for a year. So you might have heard that it was, uh, I had a friend that messaged me and said, oh my gosh, I've got solar. I want to opt out. Um, I'm not in the city limits. What do I need to do? And it told me that there's still a lot of confusion about both solar and, and where and when. Okay, so let's say this again. If you're in unincorporated Nevada County, nothing is changing for you. Nothing. Not this year, not next year, but maybe 2025. Okay, that's the latest that I know is that Nevada County citizens, um, the unincorporated citizens and businesses will have an opportunity to make the switch perhaps then. But for right now, it's happening only in the city limits of Grass Valley and Nevada City. And the way it's going to work is, as most of you may be aware, PG&E doesn't bill everyone on an exact calendar month. They read meters all throughout the month. So some of you get your meter read on the first of the month, some the second, the seventh, the 14th, the 15th. Every day of the month, people are getting bills. And we don't all have the exact same billing period, but we all get a, a meter reading in January and we get a bill and it's due in February. And then we'll get a meter reading in February. We'll get a bill, pay it the next month. So your switch, if you're in the city limits of Nevada City and Grass Valley and you don't opt out, you will be switched over to Pioneer at your next meter reading. So if your meter gets read January 21st, then that's when the switch to Pioneer will be. So for anyone that doesn't have solar, it's gonna be all throughout the month of January. People are gonna be switched at some point whenever their meter is read. So some of you will indeed be switched on January 1st. The rest of you, it will happen whenever your meter is read. Now, for those of you that have solar homes and you're in the city limits of Grass Valley in Nevada City, and you're opting in to Pioneer, you will be switched when it comes close to your annual true update. For people that have solar homes and are PG&E customers, they get billed on an annual basis. And so once a year on the anniversary that their solar system is turned on, they get what's called a true up bill because throughout the year, their meter goes backwards and forwards. Solar systems are designed to make too much power during the day and build a credit so that you use it up at night when the sun's down. They're designed to make too much power in the spring, summer, and fall to build a big credit on your PG&E account that then you chew away at in the winter. So PG&E bills solar homes once a year. And because that anniversary of your billing is based on your installation date, everyone has a different true update with PG&E. So some of you reconcile with PG&E in January. Some of you it's June. Some of you it's December. And your switch to Pioneer will be made close to your true update. So if you have a solar system and you're in the city limits and you're opting in and your solar system was turned on in October and every year you true up with PG&E in October, you actually won't be switched to Pioneer until October. So I hope that wasn't adding more, more confusion to it. Uh, but again, this is just Grass Valley, Nevada City, city limits. If you don't have solar, your switch is going to be made during the month of January, whenever your meter is next read. And if you're a solar customer in the city limits and you opt into Pioneer, your switch will be made close to your true update. Okay. Um, and the basic confusion, there are several points of confusion and myths and misperceptions that I would like to address. Uh, one is that this is a scam. It is not a scam. 
um, there are indeed scams out there. And um, PG&E bills and utility bills are very hard to read. And I have seen utility bills. Uh, oftentimes, it was businesses and nonprofits, uh, including right here in Nevada City. When I would look at their bills, uh, they're oftentimes natural gas companies. Uh, if you live in the city limits, you usually get natural gas from PG&E. That's another big difference between living in the city and unincorporated Nevada County. Those of us that live in unincorporated Nevada County, we only pay an electric bill with PG&E, and we usually just have a propane tank. But if you're inside the city limits in Nevada City and Grass Valley, you usually have uh, two things yet from PG&E, both electricity and natural gas. And I've seen um, it not uncommon that people have been hoodwinked um, by a third-party gas provider that's able to do this under state law. They're able to say, hey, we can provide you with cheaper gas than PG&E. Companies out of Texas, uh, Liberty Utilities, I think, was one of them. But the gist was this, is it would just be a starting rate, and then really quickly they would raise their prices, and you were paying more to the third party than if you had just stayed with PG&E. And so a lot of these companies were doing things that were sort of bait and switch. And um, there are these third-party companies that do take advantage of people's animosity towards PG&E and end up leaving them actually paying a higher bill. I, I saw that time and again and, and would recommend to business owners and nonprofits, call this third-party gas company and tell them to buzz off. You're actually going to save money if you, if you stay with PG&E. So um, when it comes to Pioneer Community Energy, all they are is a third-party source of electricity for PG&E. They're not taking over the grid. They are um, not scammers. They're not going to be um, coming in low and raising rates later. Um, matter of fact, in the five years that they've been in existence as a local nonprofit, and the board of directors of these community choice aggregation entities, these CCAs, and they're all over California. They were created by state law 20 years ago, and they're slowly growing. Um, and again, it's just a way for a community. It's, it's a CCA stands for Community Choice Aggregation. It's exactly what it says. It's a community aggregating their buying power and giving people a choice. So if you would prefer to give all of your money to PG&E, send it out of town and pay higher rates, you can actually do that and opt out. But there's a lot of confusion about, is Pioneer my new utility company? And they're not. You're still a PG&E customer. You just will now have a choice if you live in the city limits of Nevada City and Grass Valley. You'll now have a choice. You can pay a higher bill to PG&E and send all the money out of town to a for-profit company. Or you could stay with Pioneer. You'll be automatically switched over to Pioneer next year based on those dates that I talked about. And... PG&E then will get all of their power supply from Pioneer, a local nonprofit. So they already buy power supply from third parties. I'm not sure if people are aware of this, um, but PG&E doesn't make all of their power themselves. You know, back in the day, we were growing up, utility companies, they own the power plants, the, the poles, the lines, and everything. Um, but these days, companies like, uh, like PG&E as a utility company in California, they actually make their profits off of the grid, the poles and the wires. They make money when they build out infrastructure. And they're guaranteed a profit on that by the CPUC. They actually don't want to be in the business of power generation because it is such a volatile business and you need to sign long-term contracts and you could suddenly find yourself in a pinch signing at prices that you regret later. So PG&E makes some of their power. If you drive up Highway 70 towards Quincy, you'll 
pass by a whole bunch of uh, dams and power plants, hydropower that PG&E owns. But then here in Nevada County, we have uh, NID, and they own their own power plants, and they sign contracts, and they sell power to PG&E as a third party. So all Pioneer is doing is it's just giving you a choice. You can stay with PG&E's plain old regular mix of power, or you can opt in to Pioneer, and it is a local nonprofit. Its board of directors is run by local representatives. So there will be a representative from uh, Grass Valley, City Council from Nevada City, um, uh, I think the mayor of Auburn perhaps is on it, um, a board of supervisor from Placer County. So not only are their rates cheaper because they're a nonprofit, um, but it, it also provides more local control. Um, the way that things are going and the way that the laws are built, we're not going to be taking over PG&E's power lines. No one is going to be doing that anytime soon. PG&E does not have to f sell it if they don't want to. Um, and to be honest, from what I know, um, we don't really want someone else taking it over because it is a mess. It's a fixer-upper, and you don't want a bunch of uh, you know, new, inexperienced people taking over a grid. Fingers crossed, um, PG&E is going to do what they need to. And as we talked about in the last show, um, there's going to be a big rate hike over the next year or two to pay for hardening and undergrounding the uh, most dangerous parts of their grid. So Pioneer is not taking over the poles and lines. Um, all they are is they would be your new supplier that you're telling PG&E, this is who I want you to go get wholesale power from. And so it boosts the local economy because not only is it supporting a local nonprofit, um, but the saving of the money with Pioneer keeps more money in the community. And there are a lot of studies that show when you save money, it, it recirculates locally. Um, and when Pioneer first started five years ago, they were only about 3 to 5% less than PG&E. But um, I encourage people that want to know more to go to their website, go to PG&E's website. And right now, Pioneer is about 15% less than if you stayed with PG&E. So a lot of money can stay in the community. Um, again, it is not a scam. And the reason that people are opted in and you have to opt out is because studies show that people are confused and no one would opt in, even though it's a, uh, in my opinion, and in most objective analysis, a far better deal because you're going to pay less money on your uh, utility bill, your PG&E bill, because of the cheaper rates of power, uh, wholesale rates from Pioneer. So you're going to save money, which will boost the local economy. We have more local control because it's run by elected officials. And uh, get this, Pioneer offers a 100% renewable energy rate plan that costs less than PG&E's default rates. So you could spend less than you are right now with PG&E and be 100% renewable energy. PG&E does have 100% solar and 50% solar rate plans where you can pay a little extra and have all of your power come from solar, half of your power come from solar that is verifiably added to PG&E's grid elsewhere on your behalf via a solar developer. And, um, and I signed up for that. I'm a renter and I'm 100% solar powered even though I don't have solar. However, um, PG&E's um, requests for developers, requests for proposals are so unattractive that developers are no longer signing up and PG&E's special renewable energy rate plan options are closed for the time being and have a waiting list. And they uh, occasionally put out requests for proposals and uh, the most recent one, nobody responded because uh, the numbers just didn't pencil for them. So that's one of the other um, suggested benefits from opting into Pioneer. 
So uh, your bills will be less, it'll boost local economy, you'll have more local control, it'll be run as a nonprofit by local um, elected officials, and there's 100% renewable energy option that's less than PG&E's regular rates. There is literally nothing to be afraid of. And what's been fascinating about this is to see that in my opinion, I'm not making money off this, they're not paying me to do anything, I'm just um, wanting to continue to be a trusted source of information for my community. And I'm honored and appreciate the fact that so many people are reaching out to me via email, text, uh, Facebook Messenger. Um, when people are, are posting about it on Facebook, I'm being tagged in the comments. And it's an awful lot to keep up with. So my hope, my hope is that people learn from today's show and help me address the fear and confusion in the community. I'm getting bombarded. And it's fascinating that people can't even recognize a good thing when it shows up. That's what's fascinating to me to see just how scared and paranoid we've become as a culture um, and as a society and including here in our community. And it's not just extremists. It's not just partisans. Um, I, you know, people that I are solar homeowners and progressive friends of mine freaked out and scared. I need to opt out of this. And, uh, and when I asked why they said, well, I'm on medical baselines, I'm on solar and and it'll be a problem, won't it? And no, it's, it's all going to be the same. Everyone will still be a pg and &E customer. You'll still get a pg and &E bill. You'll still have all the special rate plans and special discounts. Here's what's going to happen, okay, everybody? This is the biggest thing that I can tell you. This is how you can check to see that you're saving money. Because every single person that has ever said their bills went up because of Pioneer, I could absolutely guarantee you they don't know how to read their bills. I have never, ever seen someone's bills go up because of Pioneer. I've seen people's bills go up because they use more power, which is what everyone is doing. Um, but it's very, very easy once someone shows you how to read your bill. But I, I don't knock people for being confused um, and, and fearing the worst. But this is all you need to do, okay? Here's what's going to happen. If you're inside Grass Valley, city limits or Nevada city city limits. And in January, you get your last meter reading from PG&E from just their power. And um, that means in February, they're going to read your meter and you'll get a bill in February. And there's going to be two things to look for. Okay. On your PG&E electric bill on the page where it's all itemized out and it's just a, a complex of numbers that we usually just ignore and write a check. On the PG&E page, where they show all the detail of your usage, for Pioneer customers, here's, here's what I want you to do. There will be a couple of new lines on your bill on your PG&E page, because there's now going to be also a Pioneer page at the end. We'll talk about that next. But for electric PG&E electricity customers in Grass Valley and Nevada City, find your PG&E electricity use page, and there will be a credit there. There should be a generation credit because you're telling PG&E, I no longer want to buy your regular power generation mix. I want you to buy all of my power from Pioneer. So PG&E is still going to bill you for regular rates and then they have to give you a credit and back out what would have been their cost of generation. Okay, There's going to be an, an, a credit every single month for Pioneer customers knocking a bunch of money off your PG&E bill. Just below that will be a very tiny charge, a very tiny charge. Sometimes it's just cents. Sometimes it's a dollar or two. But uh, I won't explain why, but it's part of joining a CCA. Um, so there will be a huge credit 
on your PG&E page and then a little tiny baby surcharge. It's so cute when it sits like that. And then you will have a new last page on your bill and it will be your Pioneer charges. And there will be a positive number there showing what Pioneer is charging you for their power. And it is literally that simple to check to see if you're saving money. Look at the credit. Look at the charges on Pioneer. Look at the credit from PG&E. Look at the charges on the last page from Pioneer. Compare the two. If PG&E is giving you a $100 credit off your bill because you don't want their power, and then Pioneer is charging you $90 for that same power, you just save 10 bucks. Follow that? So every time I've, uh, I've engaged with someone that has sworn that they pay more with Pioneer, I've asked them to get their bills, and I show them how to read it, and every single time, without exception, they go, oh, Last time this happened, I, I went over it with someone and then they messaged me the next day and said, I looked at all my past Pioneer bills and you're absolutely right. I've been saving money this whole time. So it's confusing. I get that. And people are fearful. I get that. People are afraid of change. I get that. But we've talked about this. We've interviewed people. They've been around for years. Um, it's not a scam. It's a way to save money, have more local control, have greener energy, and boost the local economy. There's absolutely nothing to be afraid of, in my opinion. And the views and opinions, again, expressed are those of the speaker, me, not necessarily those of KV Mart staff management board or contributors. Okay. And uh, as a reminder, we interviewed, we spent an entire half hour show interviewing a representative from Pioneer on our November 7th show. We went over a lot of the basic questions. I even educated them. They did not know that it was that simple to discover the savings. I kept saying, actually, if you go back and listen to the show on November 7th, we get to the spot where I say, yeah, there's a place on every bill where there's a generation credit. And she thought I was talking about solar, where people have so much solar, as I said, that they build up a credit. And she said, no, no, no. If you don't have solar, you won't have a credit. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every Pioneer customer is going to have a credit. And you just have to find that credit compare it to your Pioneer charges, boom. She emailed me after my show and said, Martin, you're absolutely right. And we are now going to be using that in our marketing. I had no idea it was that easy to actually just look at the credit and then look at the charges. So it's that simple, everybody, okay? If you have questions, feel free to email me, climatereport at kvmr.org. Pioneer Community Energy, again, is just coming to the city of Nevada City and Grass Valley. Um, for people who don't have solar, the switch will happen uh, with your January bill when your meter is red. And then for people who do have solar, the switch is going to happen close to your true up date. And you absolutely have a choice. If you want to opt out of this, you're freaked out, you think it's nuts, it's a scam, whatever, great, opt out. You can totally opt out. But don't think that this is something that is uh, just come out of nowhere because everyone's getting their flyers in the mail and they're just now realizing what's happening and freaking out. So help me, help me help the community with this. Okay. All right. Now, last thing I want to talk about really quickly is the Nevada County Energy Action Plan. It's this little known document from 2019. Um, it is almost five years old. And um, in February of 2019, it was unanimously adopted by the five board of supervisors at the time. That was Heidi Hall, Ed Schofield, who are both on the board now as well as Dan Miller, Hank Weston, and Richard Anderson, who are not on the board. Um, and what's interesting is, uh, you know, this was an ambitious plan 
um, that talked about doing what we can over the next 16 years, starting in 2019, they made a goal for 2035, okay? So this was a year before COVID and um, they made a 16 year plan to see if we could reduce our electricity use by half in the county, reduce our natural gas use by about a third. But what's interesting is the actions um, within the plan were completely voluntary and didn't require the county or the community to actually do anything or meet the reduction goals. Um, and so uh, once COVID happened, it kind of got tabled and now there is a fierce group of local citizens who are meeting monthly with the county and city officials to try and see if things can get back on track with the Nevada County Action Plan. So we're going to hear more about that. There's actually a meeting happening right now where they're working on marketing and communications. And if you would like to be part of the Nevada County Energy Action Plan working group, um, I'm a part of that. We need more people in the business community. We need more folks from contractors. Um, so please... Uh, consider being part of the Nevada County Energy Action Plan working group. And we'll be reporting more on that because we're already 25% of the way through the 16-year plan and uh, not a lot has been done. So if you're looking to get involved, there's a place. Uh, know that action is happening and that Pioneer Community is nothing to be scared of in, uh, in this broadcaster's opinion. So that's it for today's Climate Report broadcasting and podcasting here on KVMR every first and third Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. I'm Martin Webb. As always, today's show will be archived and posted to the KVMR website podcast page for sharing or re-listening. Questions or comments, feel free to email climatereport at kvmr.org.